Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Go ahead and play Frank on him one time. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. It's not a meaningless win. Means something to me. We don't have too many of these left. Keith McPherson on the fan. You got me till 2 a.m. KM to 2 a.m. starts right now. Let's get into it, man. We're definitely going to talk about the Yankees. Not too much to speak on with the Mets. They didn't play. The Jets signed a quarterback, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> we got to start talking about the Giants. They exist, too. Can we look into the Giants matchup against the Seattle Seahawks tonight? J. Cole, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Ben Simmons, the Rangers. I mean, there's enough to go around. There's plenty to go around. Mark Cannon was talking about Pete Alonzo and Makai Becton was supposed to throw out the first pitch. The Yankees go up to the 6-6. And they get a win that, like, I, I understand the Yankees are eliminated. They're out of it. I understand they're playing for nothing. But it means something to me. I can't stand Toronto. And on top of all the disappointment from this Yankees season, I think you heard me pretty much give the same spiel last week when we faced Toronto. I'm like I just looking at them, I despise them. It pisses me off. Because they were this young, up and coming baby Blue Jays team acting like they've done something, acting like they've won something. Vladdy Jr. talking about the Yankees every chance he get, could get. Alec Manoa, who who even knows where Alec Manoa is? I don't know a but that guy talking about Garrett Cole is the biggest cheater in baseball history. George Springer is one of the biggest cheaters in baseball history. He's over there. And, I mean, my, my beef with them goes back years. But I, I just like the fact that the Yankees and the young Yankees, without Judge, without Volpe tonight, go up to Toronto to the Rogers Center and say, listen, <laughs> we know what Michael King did last week. Michael King last week went up there or – went against them in Yankee Stadium and had 
13 Ks, pitched seven innings, gave up five hits. We already know, like, a week later, not much is going to change. King owns those guys. A little too many walks, but he still goes six innings, only giving up one hit, five Ks. And at first, you're thinking, oh, here we go with the Yanks. These guys can't hit. You take Volpe and Judge out of the lineup, they don't stand a chance. They're about to get no hit. I saw Katie Sharp put out there, this is the ninth time this season that the Yankees have been hitless through five innings. That's the most in MLB. It is also tied with the 2014 Red Sox and 1974 Brewers for the most such games in a season by any team over the last 100 years. I'm like, last week of the season, we got to go through this again. We got to sit through this again. No, wait it out. (laughs) Wait it out. The Yankees have been playing well. It might tell me something cool today. I cited Max Goodman and the fact that the Yankees are now 18-9 and since August 28th, and that's the best record in MLB. So when Boone said, we're just focused on kicking ass, I mean, they did focus on kicking ass. They, they, They are winning games. It's too little too late, but it counts for something, right? Because you could lay down. And, you know, this is the 10-year anniversary of Mariano Rivera's last moments on the mound and pinstripes. I was seeing that, and I was just thinking about how washed and old I am and where I was in 2013 living at Dana's house. Shout out to Dana. Shout out to her husband, AJ, as well. Big Yankee fans. I was thinking about how different life was then and seeing Jeets come out and Pettit come out. And, like, if somebody would have predicted, hey, 10 years from now, like, if someone would have gave me a quick crash course back then on what would happen to the Yankees in 10 years, like, that's for another night, but you know, Jeets, uh, he 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 had the speech. They've been playing it, you know, from the old stadium where he talks about you know the things that won't change with the New York Yankees. It's pride. Sometimes they do lack pinstripe pride. Maybe it's because they put the patch over the pinstripes this year. Tradition, tradition is winning. So at least they got back to that. And the greatest fans in the world. And, they, and, like, the Yankees do have the greatest fans in the world. The last home game of the season, it is a steady rain. There is no reason to be out there on a Monday at 1 o'clock. And there are still a bunch of loyal fans out there going to see the Yankees play and get a win and take that series. And they carry that momentum with Oswald Peraza and Glaber Torres and John Carlos Stanton, IKF, and whoever else is in the lineup, Floreal, and they go up there to Toronto tonight. And even though they didn't have a hit for a little while, they stayed the course. Floreal ends up getting a knock, and um, they follow it up with <laughs> just a gut punch to those Canadians that were up there being glizzy gobblers. I was reading something Brian Hope put out about the, the hot dogs. Let me see if I can find that in my notes. I don't know what goes on. Not once have you ever seen me eat a hot dog in Yankee Stadium. You never will. But Brian Hoke reports, as the Yankees visit Toronto, tonight is the final loony dog night of the year at Rogers Center. Fans have eaten 627,000 hot dogs across the 10 previous $1 hot dog nights here. That's more than 13,000 tonight that have been sold. Okay, you have a team going to the postseason, and that's what you guys are doing up there. That's the way. Whatever floats your boat. Wouldn't be me, Glizzy Gladiators. And I, I was glad to see, you know, the Yankees just give them that gut punch with all those hot dogs that they ate. 
Glaber gets on and Austin Wells. I feel good about Austin Wells going into the next year and taking Higgy's spot. He made some plays behind the dish. Made some plays with his glove. Slipped, fell, made a play, and made a good throw to second. And Peraza kind of wasn't able to handle it. Didn't matter. The game-winning home run from Austin Wells, that got me hype. And, you know, I've been kind of half watching these games. But over 40,000 in attendance up there at the Rogers Center to see the big, bad Blue Jays. And they get knocked down a bit. The Yankees get win number 80 on the year. They're most likely going to finish above 500 here. And it is what it is, folks. We're on to 2024. So Yankee fans, call me up, 877-337-6666. Get your thoughts in on the Yankees. Get your thoughts in on Austin Wells and the Yankee Utes or whatever they're calling these Baby Bombers 2.0. Peraza at shortstop tonight, flashing the glove and the arm, showing off. I thought he was going to be my Casamigos big shot of the night, but I think we all know who that's going to go to. Stay tuned for that. And uh, I got to, you know, lay out some other things in the show. It's not going to be all Yankees. It's not going to be mostly Yankees. You heard me laugh and say Trevor Simeon was signed. And um, just a day or two ago, we heard Rob Sala say that Zach Wilson is the unquestioned quarterback of the New York Jets. And then, you know, as long as he's improving, he's still the guy. And I told you that Monday night when the Yankees-Red Sox game got postponed and I raced here to get on air, I'm like, every day that they wait and don't sign a veteran quarterback off the street, they're they're giving a day of prep away, most likely giving another week that they could potentially win away. This season is about to be cooked. Trevor Simeon does not do anything for this team. Now, I understand the reasons, and maybe you'll call me up 877-337-6666 and we'll converse about it, right? He's a, a cheap option. He is a veteran. He's not that much of a threat to Zach Wilson if they really do believe in this kid, if they're not just saying what they're saying. He's been here before, a former Jet, but he's got bad luck. He's been hurt on that MetLife field a couple times in recent history. That Monday night football game, he broke his ankle leg against the Browns. I think that was 2019. And just last year, when Mike White beat the Bears, and everybody was all hype about that win, the Bears we're talking about, before that game, Trevor Simeon got hurt warming up, and they were going to run Nathan Peterman out there, and um, he ended up champing it out. I was just talking to Marco Belletti in the newsroom, and I'm like, they have three of like the same guy at quarterback. That There's not much of a difference, in my opinion, between Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, and Trevor Simeon. I feel like they're all one play away from getting broken in half, snapped, hurt. I feel like they're all, you know, kind of frail body guys that have a little bit of an arm, but they need perfect conditions. They need a perfect pocket. They need wide open receivers to be effective. And in this NFL, that's not what you're getting. Like in this NFL to win games, you have to have heroics. You have to have Pat Mahomes moving up in the pocket, sliding to his right, chucking the ball to a a corner route. Like you got to have, Trevor Lawrence, you got to have Justin Herbert slinging passes around, getting some luck. I don't know. I don't know, folks. So, Jets fans, tell me how you feel. Do you feel better about your season now? Do you feel better about the prospects because Trevor Simeon's on the practice squad? I think, I honestly think this. Rob Sala and, and those guys do believe in Zach. 
They've seen enough in film. They've seen enough in practice where he knows what he's doing, and they're hoping that it just magically happens in the game. But I got news for you. It's, it, that's not how it works. It doesn't just, like, it's not an off-and-on switch. It's not going to click, and it's definitely not going to click this week against the Chiefs. So we will talk about Trevor Simeon and uh, his career earnings and the Jets' salary cap, and I don't know what motivated this move. If you listen to me last night, I was talking about A.J. McCarron, who played for the Battlehawks in the USFL, <laughs> and he just signed with the Bengals because they had Reed Sinet and you know, Trevor Simeon was with the Bengals. They, they cut him. He couldn't win a second or third string job. He was on the street. Nobody wanted him. Out of all 32 NFL teams, I guess the Jets decide to bring him in. Now, that's interesting because Colin Kaepernick sent a letter to Joe Douglas. He said, I hope this letter finds you in great spirits. I'm not going to read you this whole letter. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick has not played in the league since 2016. I feel like his name gets thrown out every single time there's a quarterback hurt. This is a lengthy letter. We'll read parts of it where he says that he wants to come in and get the defense ready and be a practice team quarterback and that, you know, he doesn't want to be a threat to Zach Wilson. But, you know, if he's in the building, oh, I'm just like, I don't know. And then the whole, like, J. Cole putting it out there, I didn't understand. I know J. Cole has a massive presence, but they got to just uh, let the Colin Kaepernick ship sail. It already sailed for the NFL. He's never going to play in the NFL again. But I had this thought. Today, as I'm thinking about A.J. McCarron in the USFL and how the XFL is going to merge with the USFL and how Zach Wilson is like that level of quarterback. And how come Cap never played in those leagues? In this letter, Cap says he's been working out every morning, five, six days a week, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. How come you didn't take a quarterback position for the Rock in the XFL? How come you didn't try and play in the USFL or even the AFL from a few years back? It's only the NFL for you? Do you want to play football or do you specifically want to play in the NFL? 877-337-6666. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is laid up somewhere still making his Tuesday appearance on Pat McAfee. He just gave you his version of R-E-L-A-X. Relax. He's got no choice but to relax. I don't know what type of meds they got him on, but... He's telling them not to point fingers. He's calling out the Jets fan base. He's calling out Joe Namath. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. You ain't done nothing for us. Can't talk like that. This is not Green Bay, buddy. You just got here. You played four plays, and you're on Pat McAfee's nationally televised show telling Jets Nation what to think and how to feel. You can't help. You may never be able to help. Keep quiet. And, of course, he wants to, you know, plant some seeds about you never know who might be at MetLife Stadium. Don't sell your tickets to Kansas City fans. Taylor Swift might show up. I might show up. You might even see Jackson Mahomes doing TikToks on the sideline. Jeez. <laughs> what a circus. You can't bring Colin Kaepernick into this circus. The other circus in town, the New York Mets, they got rained out because they didn't cover the field on Saturday, there was a tropical storm. It just stopped raining. When I came here tonight, I stepped out of my house and I said, oh, I don't need the umbrella. It's not raining. It's been raining for four days. I don't care what type of irrigation, drainage system, what, what you've done in the past. 
You put the tarp on. The Yankees put the tarp on as soon as the game ended Friday and didn't take it off until Monday. What's different in Queens? So, like I said, the, the Mets are supposed to face the Marlins, trying to play spoiler. Makai Becton got the grand tour. The Mets showed him around. He had that big ticket chain, and he was supposed to throw out the first pitch. He was getting a little nervous on Twitter talking about it. And, uh, yeah, it didn't happen because the field wasn't able to be ready for play. And I see this picture here with uh, Pete Alonzo. What a guy. Mark Canna. We'll talk about what Mark Canna had to say with uh, Joel Sherman and John Heyman today on the show. Another glowing endorsement of Pete Alonzo, the guy that you wanted to trade. I can't believe you wanted to trade Pete Alonzo. Everybody says... He's a great guy. So, yeah, we'll talk Mets. We'll talk Jets. We'll talk Yanks. I don't really want to talk about Ben Simmons. I was joking. I also don't really want to talk about the Rangers. I was joking. But if you'd like to, call me up, 877-337-6666. I will talk about the Liberty. I thought they were going to lose for a second. They won. I'm telling you, folks, I'll see you at the parade. They're on their way. I don't want to touch the money, but keep an eye on the New York Liberty so you can at least pretend... You know, when they when they have this parade come through town, if you want to go over there, get a couple drinks, throw a couple shots back, I'll join you. I don't know when we're going to get another parade. And, yeah, other than that, I don't care if Ben Simmons ever plays. We're getting ready for October. Who are you rooting for in October? I am hating on the entire American League, the Blue Jays, <laughs> the Astros, Baltimore, Tampa, and I just want to see Ronald Acuna and the Braves get it done. So we'll talk sports tonight. There's plenty to go around. You know the number to dial. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to take a break right here. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night and your calls and plenty sports talk right here on the fan. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Welcome back. You're listening to The Fan. Keith McPherson, KM to 2 AM. We're going to talk sports. You're going to call in. We're going to agree. We're going to disagree. We're going to think of some random things. Somebody's going to do some type of loopy on the late night call. You know how this goes. 877-337-6666. I'm not wasting any more time. Josh is up in the Bronx on The Fan. Keith, I'm telling you, those Austin Wells, no relationship to yours truly, <laughs> That's the left-handed hitting bat that the Yankees are looking for. You want to go after and get more additional left-handed more. hitting? Yes, time. that's good, but, but we uh, need more. I know. I know. What, I know. You just can't have one. you got to have it all. So anyway, with that, I want to give a shout-out to your Brooklyn Brigade and your um, Bleacher Creatures. And I want to wish him a happy winter and everything and enjoy everything. Oh, one more thing before I go. you got to get that Sean Casey, that hitting coach. you got to get him in for 2024. I mean, this guy is fantastic. Oh, with the I thought you were going to say i got to get him on the fan. I'm like, I could probably do that. I, <laughs> oh, I worked well, out with him one time, not yeah. together, but we did share the uh, MLB Network gym, so I have met him, I have seen him, and I didn't even think yeah. to try and get him on. Maybe after the season, I'll hit up the producers at MLB Network and be like, yo, yeah. send me Sean's number. The well, mayor. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm glad, you know. I think he I think he did a good job and I think he kind of fell under the radar. Obviously the team had the nine game losing streak, fell out of contention, but I think we deserve or he deserves us to talk about him. We should be saying, Hey, we saw some improvement out of some guys once you came aboard. Um that who that Chicago Cody Decker is the left fielder for the Cubs. Cody Bellinger. Bellinger, thank you. I stand corrected. The Clay Yankees, Bellinger's kid. I'd love to see him come this way too. Potentially, yeah. I don't know for the right price. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. And you should claim Austin Wells as your cousin, Josh. You should, <laughs> this is Josh Wells, my cousin Austin Wells. I live in the Bronx. He plays in the Bronx. Like you, you could run with that. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, have a great show. I want to hear the callers, and you will, you know, do your thing. So have a good night later. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, thanks for being uh, our leadoff hitter. Josh is uh, waiting in the queue before I even finish my, you know, my open. I appreciate it. So a couple things. Yeah, Sean Casey, um, if anybody hasn't uh, given you some props for the job you've done, I, I know. You came in saying it was World Series or bust. You came in saying that you wanted to be a Yankee and wear the pinstripes, and you know if it's not a champion. We know. Judge said the same thing the other day. Oh, yeah, if I'm not talking to you guys after a World Series – this is a failure. Like, shut up, Judge. We know, bro. We get it. But Sean Casey, I think, did a good job. Dare I say he did a better job than Dylan Lawson. And uh, Austin Wells, yes. You can pencil him in as the new Kyle Higashioka, the home run stroker. Kyle, thank you for your time. Go somewhere else. Grow a beard. We're going to see how far this kid can take us. Jose Trevino, platinum Glove catcher will be back, and we need more. Cashman, don't you settle and say, oh, well, we have Austin Wells as a left hand. No, get more. Get more. Okay, another guy who is uh, ready to lead off, but I guess he's on deck, waiting in the queue. Young Josh and Pasek, you know that. Hey, kid, how you doing? All right. I got a little bit of allergies today. I was, like, trying to clear that before I came in. I don't think I sound too congested, though. I'm all right. Hopefully I don't catch it, because at least tomorrow I'm escaping this. You can't catch it Hopefully through the I'm radio. this this all rain and starting to get cold. I'm heading, up to Florida, heading down to Florida tomorrow to be fun. Oh, nice. Congrats. A little vacation? A little holiday vacation? Cool. Yep. Good for you, man. So what I'm making sense right now of uh, uh, Jets getting uh, um, whatever his name is, Simeon. Is Trevor that, Simeon. You don't remember? You weren't a Jets thing. fan a couple years back when he was... Quarterback of the team? But listen, what I'm making sense of it, though, is that if they're just saying you want us to get somebody, this is who we're going to get, and this is it. This is going to be the top quarterback we're going to sign, and just stop with this, and we're just going to roll with Zach Wilson for the rest of the year. And let him, let him progress and do all the stuff. Yeah, let him continue to dump it down and fourth down. Not really to where he is when he's standing in the end zone late in the game. We're just going to continue to roll with this. Looking for anarchy. They want to see this team absolutely revolt. Rich Samini was reporting on it today. Robert Sala is coming off as a Zach Wilson apologist, and it isn't sitting well in the locker room. The Jets' defense in particular is not happy, Rich Samini said. The defense knows that if any other player were performing this way, like Wilson is, that player would be benched. Trust me, there's tension in that locker room. We know. We know that from last year. And we also know that these alpha males, these top tier NFL caliber football players 
know that that little kid is not ready to go. He's not an NFL caliber quarterback, and they're about to waste back to back years of their careers. I I wouldn't I wouldn't stand for it. I wouldn't go for it. That's up to remember that. Of course, they have the short championship window. But what I want the Jets to wait. Excuse me. Say what? Is take the. Did you say they have a short championship window? (laughs) There's no. There's no championship window. (laughs) What are you talking about? Window playoff window. I was gonna say. uh, Let's go back. They gotta end the postseason drought first. That's what I was saying for months. Jets fans are talking about a Super Bowl. Let's let's uh, crawl before we walk. This year was supposed to be let's get into the dance. And the playoffs. And if you're really going to go forward with Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, and Trevor Simeon, you're basically telling the entire league, your fans, everyone that covers the game, talks about the game, that you're not serious about actually getting in the playoffs this year. You must be tanking. And what I want them to, the Jets fans to do is to use the Ravens chant every single snap Zach Wilson steps on the field. Specifically, his first snap. You know what I'm talking about. The Ravens chant? Their BS chant where the whole crowd does it. I'm not familiar with that. Can you can you it give us it, a sample? They did it in overtime when the when there wasn't when there wasn't a holding penalty called in last week. Oh, BS? The whole crowd. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I hate that we even have to do this, man. Can we just get a guy in here that can play quarterback that we don't have to back Zach? Or we have to boo. Like, can we just get someone in here in a green jersey that can march down the field, get first downs, and maybe get us in field goal range consistently? Like, this well, is man, a joke. Like, as a Giants fan, as a McDonald's slogan, like, I'm loving it. This is great. Kick back, watch week after week after Wait, week you're a Giants fan? I thought you were a Jets fan, Josh. I thought you were a Jets fan. No, I'm a Giants fan. Okay, that's why you weren't familiar with Trevor Simeon. Well, you, you Giants fans, <laughs> slow your roll. <laughs> Here comes Geno Smith looking for revenge. Kenneth Walker, not to be played with. I heard they brought uh, Tavon Austin in. You never know. They might sign Tavon Austin. Next thing you know, he's returning kicks and punts. Pete Carroll in that defense. Like, hey, Monday night football, Saquon better play. Saquon better be ready to go on Monday. I'm so happy with what happened. I was going to go to the Mets game tonight. And my father gave me four tickets. He was going to go, but he didn't have, but he had something to do tonight. So I was calling up guys. I had the game set. Somebody's going to drive me. And he canceled on me this. When he canceled on me this morning, I was trying to get a driver. I didn't end up getting it. That's great that it was postponed because imagine that, you know nobody wants to get stuck driving all the way out just to see one Mets game. That wouldn't have been so good anyway. Just there wasn't a game. There, I was right just there. saying to Paulie, people drove out to Queens to literally watch the grass dry. Like you know the you know the joke when they say like I'd rather watch the grass grow like people literally went to City Field to look at the grass dry up. <laughs> what was going on? Like that's one of those type of things where it's like who like someone's got to get fired for this. It's not that serious, obviously, because the Mets are out of it and it is what it is. They, you know they rescheduled the game, but like that didn't have to happen. The Yankees played yesterday in the rain. Like it, it wasn't raining tonight. The field should be ready to go. They pay a lot of people to manage that. There's a whole field crew. That's your whole job. Whose decision was it to leave the field exposed on Saturday when it didn't stop raining? There was no hour that it stopped. It's another sign that will be season is over. Just to get out of here, man. Nah, the Marlins. The Marlins are pissed off. They're like, hey, we're ready to play. We we we're, we're fighting for our lives. Miami Marlins are like, hey, we. 
we're ready to go here. We don't we don't want to spend an extra night in New York for no reason. You're about to spoil the Marlins playoff hopes anyway. Keith, thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. 877-337-60. So, so there's, there's a bunch to talk about, man. Is Saquon Barkley going to be ready to go Monday night when the Seahawks come to town? <laughs> Giants fans, do not look at the Jets and laugh. Do not look at the Jet fan and act like you are in a way better situation because you have a $40 million quarterback. You're lacking as well, and it might not be so fun for you on Monday night. Might not be so fun. I mean, it's it's crazy that we, in less than a month, and they're not flexing these primetime games for the Jets yet, but they, I bet you they will. Uh, all of the hype around Brian Dable, coach of the year, Daniel Jones, new big contract, Saquon Barkley's back. They paid Dexter Lawrence. They paid Andrew Thomas. They brought in Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, steal of the draft, Jalen Hyatt, Bobby O'Karake. Did they make a trade for Isaiah Simmons? All of this hype for the G-Men? Okay, and then on the other side with the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, new face of the franchise, all over Hard Knocks. Told you Hard Knocks was a Madden curse. One Jets drive. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. There's a whole team, but it's all about Aaron Rodgers. Zoop, Aaron Rodgers is gone. And I remember hearing uh, on Good Morning Football and somewhere else, I think Dan Orlovsky and those guys might have said it on NFL Live, how they were just getting tired of the Jets propaganda. And a lot of people were saying, don't believe the hype in year two of a rebuild for the Giants. They got to prove it. They're not sneaking up on anybody. And in a month of the season, this is week four, we are going to have Sunday night football and Monday night football in East Rutherford, New Jersey again. Obviously, we had the 40-burger shutout Dallas versus the G-Men to kick off Sunday night football. And then that followed up. With the walk-off Xavier Xavier Gibson punt return, Bills Jets, both exciting games that everyone watched. Like Monday Night Football game broke records, and here we are now. It's it's not going to have as much hype. It's not going to have the same feel if Saquon isn't playing, and we obviously know Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. I don't know. They they need Taylor Swift to go to the game Sunday, and uh, maybe they will sign Tavon Austin for a little added juice to that Monday Night Football game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.